The Talking Point on SAFM. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. It is 8 minutes after 10 o'clock. Good morning. You're listening to The Talking Point. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for joining us and being in our company. It really is an honor and a pleasure. In this hour, we're going to be talking first to Zakira Vadi, who's the coordinator for Defend Our Democracy. And a little bit later on, we're going to be speaking to Sinao Dambo, who is the EFF national spokesperson. And this is on the matter pertaining to what we mostly discussed on the open line, the shutdown happening on Monday. Uh, What are your thoughts on it? Give me a call. Uh, as you listen to this conversation, what are some of your questions you have for the people I'll be speaking to? Uh, and perhaps you want to endorse or rebut what they say. All of that is welcome. Zakira, thank you so much for your time this morning. I really do appreciate it. Thanks, Oliver. Appreciate it. Defend Our Democracy, along with a myriad of other organizations undersigned in a statement it put out, are saying no to the shutdown. Why? So we say no to the shutdown. We're opposing it um, because it is a forced shutdown. We believe that, um, one, you have a forcible shutdown, um, and this year should be challenged in an accept- as an accepted norm of protest. I think there's a clear distinction between the constitutional right to protest and to canvas support for a stay away and the kind of fear-mongering and forced shutdown calls that we've seen over the last few days. So when you say for shutdown, what does that mean? I think the messaging that has come through from the EFF is that there will be roads that will be shut down, um, calls that have been made, for example, that there will be no trucks, no trains, or buses that will be moving, and hinting that businesses that remain open could be looted. And we believe that these are subtle forms of intimidation, and this must be called out. So I think there's a a clear distinction between the right to protest and then infringing on other people's rights um, who perhaps may not want to support their protest. Right. So you say on the one hand there are subtle forms of intimidation when things are saying like, hey, if your business is operating on the day, you may be at risk of being looted. And you say that's a subtle form of protest. On the other hand, uh, Julius Malema in the same address also said, we don't want people's businesses to be looted. We don't want to endorse that. In fact, we are speaking out against that. Does that not settle your fears and concerns? I don't think so, because there's mixed messaging that comes out of these press briefings by the EFF. One is saying that, no, there must be no violence and we don't condone violence. Yeah. But at the same time saying that, don't come onto the roads, because if you do, um, then hinting that something may happen to you or you may be prevented from going where you are going to. So um, I think that, that there's mixed messaging coming out of the EFF, and it really doesn't stand to benefit the country at this point in time um, if there is a potential for violence that may break out um, right. in, in different communities across the country. Right. Um, do you not perhaps read the one as a warning, a caution, to say, hey, look, man, the risk of whatever the concern may be, is usually much higher because people will be on the roads. So just for your own sake, perhaps, uh, perhaps d- defer what you were planning on doing on that particular day. Do you, do you not read that as a warning instead of just intimidation? No, I think that there is a distinction. Um, and I, I, I fail to understand why people should be warned about that when it is the responsibility of those who are organizing any sort of protest action to ensure that it doesn't turn violent in any way. So if 
um, people are protesting across the country, there shouldn't be a cause for concern that if your business is going to be open, it may be looted. Um, uh, There shouldn't have to be that at all. And I think given the experiences of this country, both the July 2021 unrest, the recent house strike, we see the potential for this on an ongoing basis. Mm. And I think that's where our concern lies. Yeah. Uh, So do you perhaps not think it's important to make a distinction between a protest on the one hand and a riot on the other hand? What happened in July in 2021 was a riot. It was unplanned. It was sporadic. Well, at least we think it was unplanned, right? <laughs> we, uh, evidence no, suggests uh, the contrary. But it was it was sporadic and it was uncontained and uncontrolled. That's a riot. On the other hand, a I, protest means that we're going to be picketing from one point to another point and we're not going to be looting along the way and that sort of thing. Is that distinction not an important one to draw? Well, I think that's the, the distinction that the EFF is not making. So the EFF is saying that this is a shutdown um, and we will shut down the country, and that's the wording that's being used. Um, so it doesn't really matter if others want to shut down or they don't want to shut down. Um, it's it, it just a given that the country will be shut down according to the EFF. And there's no indication of where picket action will be taking place, mm. um, it, whether it will be sporadic or whether it is going to be organized. That information is not forthcoming. And if you compare that to organized marches that may be taking place in the country, if you look at previous examples of of civil society uh, organizations or others who perhaps stick to the streets on different issues, from GBV to anti-corruption, I think there are distinct points where people are picketing organizations who are involved to say, this is where we're picketing, uh, we have applied for permission or we haven't applied for permission because X, Y, and Z, we are under the limited number, we will not be blocking off roads. Um, and there will be no looting of business. These are fully peaceful protests that are taking place. So I think that there is a great distinction to be drawn between the two. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Zakira. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. We're now joined by Sinao Atambo, the, spokes- the national spokesperson of the uh, EFF. Sinao, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's perhaps start with this question. Um, what, what do you define what will be happening on Monday? Is it a forced shutdown or is it a protest? Uh, look, morning and morning to listeners. The national shutdown is a peaceful demonstration of all South Africans all over the country to raise their concerns, legitimate concerns about the governance and misleadership of Sir Ramaphosa, who has led this country to unprecedented high levels of violent crime, high levels of gender-based violence, high levels of corruption, and of course, unprecedented levels of rolling electricity blackouts, which are crippling our economy and um, interfering with the livelihoods of our people. So therefore, sat down is a peaceful protest, a peaceful demonstration, uh, which is part and parcel of the culture and the birth of South African democracy. We're a nation born out of protest. And uh, we're going back to the roots of that to say that Ramaphosa must resign and we demand the immediate return of electricity in a stable manner in order to ensure that the lives of our people return to normality. So that is what defines what is going mm. to happen uh, on Monday. Not the constant head headings of saying that there's going to be violence or anything like that. No one has pronounced on any violence. The pronouncements so, of violence are actually coming from the state and the media. No one has made those pronouncements. Right. Our so 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 is inspired by the conditions of our people. So help me understand this. There has been quite clear need to say this in his speech, a plea by Julius Malema for people to uh, close their businesses and to stay away. That's forcing a protest on people that they otherwise may not want to participate in. 
there's no plea for people to close their business or for people to stay away. So what we are doing is mobilizing our communities based on the issues that are confronting them. So to inform businesses that there will be a protest of this nature, we're not forcing anyone to do anything. They can remain open. It's up to them. We're not, we're not saying to them close or else. They can remain open. Uh, but the Commander-in-Chief makes a very interesting point in the press conference he addressed uh, two days ago to say that traditionally, whenever protests of this nature occur and the streets are filled with people marching, they start panicking and closing their stores as if there's a direct threat to them at the last minute. So to give them this notice, the courtesy, businesses can choose to remain open. Right. That is fine. That is up to them. So what does it then mean for Julius Malema to say, well, we don't think taxis should be operating on the day. We don't think buses and trucks should be, and freight uh, should be moving on the day. So that's a declaration of that a protest is going to be disruptive. That is the nature of protest in itself. It is going to be disruptive. It means that it won't be the normal order of operations of things. Yeah. We are registering a concern to the state. We are registering a concern to the people of this country, with the people of this country, that we cannot continue to live under these conditions. Otherwise, the future generations will not have a country to inherit. So that is that is what protest is. It is disruptive. It stops traffic. It stops normal operations so that things can be registered. So it is strange that people like are trying to say that it's a new phenomenon, that protests are going to disrupt normal operations of things. What would be the purpose of a protest? That under, is so now, under reasonable that circumstances, is, under reasonable circumstances, uh, a protest would say, hey, here's the, 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 the line of march. This is where we start. This is where we end. Here is a reasonable scope of where disruption will be taking a place. That is to say, no traffic will be moving here. We're telling you this so that you can plan alternative routes should you want to continue with your day as usual. I then ask you, um, what you're saying about businesses and you're saying businesses are not being told to shut down, you're just giving them a courtesy warning, uh, that uh, a courtesy notification that a protest will be taking place. And then say, well, what about trucks, businesses and buses? You're saying, well, protests are disruptive, traffic doesn't move. And you're not saying that there's an alternative route that's being planned out. Because if I'm running a trucking business or if I run a bus or even if my livelihood op- uh, depends on operating a taxi and I can't do that on the day, then it means you have forced my business to shut down. How do you plan an alternative route in a national shutdown? I think that is uh, perhaps one of the things that we must all be able to appreciate, that the country will be in protest. Not Shenton, not Sibukei, not Soweto, not uh, marching from Christine to wherever you want to say to him, John, is that the country is in a shutdown. The country is in protest. But isn't that so presumptuous, where, where, right? Because where, where, where will the alternative route be? Okay, but isn't that presumptuous now? Isn't that presumptuous because this is a country of 65 million people. Not every 65, not all 65 million of them said, well, we we will be participating and supporting the protest. Surely the EFF should reasonably say, look, some people won't, many people won't want to participate. They should have the ability to be able to go about their day and go about their business. Uh, Protesting across the country is not the same as saying the country is protesting. So protesting across the country is to say that this idea that we must be able to provide alternative routes and routes to a national protest is not feasible. That is what we are trying to say here. So if people want to make an attempt to go to work, they must, they can, and they should. But we're saying to them there's going to be a protest everywhere in the country and you must expect inconvenience in that regard because some of our people want to express their democratic and constitutional rights to protest. So if you want to go to work on the day, you're welcome to attempt to do so. But if we encounter a protest, don't be shocked, don't be surprised. These are the conditions that inspire that protest. And that is the focus of the national shutdown. So a lot of defocusing is happening yep. not only in the media, 
but by the state to try and make this about non-existent threats of violence and intimidation. They yeah. don't so, exist. no, no, we're not talking... We're drawing us away from anarchy. So we've been speaking for almost five minutes now and we have not spoken about what inspires this process. No, 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 we'll so get to the conditions of it. We'll, we'll, we'll get to... We still have a lot of... We still have a lot of time. Attractions. We're speaking about things that no one has pronounced upon because that is the narrative that is being pushed. And that must be condemned. No, we, 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 we're arising because there's a, there's a desire or appetite to intimidate anyone. It's arising because our people are suffering and they've had enough. No, 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 you're conflating issues. And we'll get to all of that. We have enough time. We'll ventilate all of these issues. Just because we started at one place doesn't mean we won't talk about the other issues. What we need to be able to establish here is whether or not the manner in which the EFF has gone about coordinating this protest, uh, whether that is fair and just uh, on those who do not want to participate. They, too, have a right they too need to be considered. And that's what you and I are debating now. The conditions of poverty and no electricity and all of that, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We're not, not going to talk about it. It's important considerations as well. But before we, I want us to pause on this moment for a little bit and, and, and continue to ventilate it. But before we do, let's take a quick break. I want you to give me a call, 086-000-2032. The FIFA Women's World Cup Trophy Tour is going, to, is going beyond to inspire global excitement. Mzanzi Africa, this is your turn for a turn for a lifetime experience of what the 32 nations will be battling for in Australia and New Zealand. Be part of the FIFA Women's World Cup Trophy Tour and meet the game changers of the beautiful game on Wednesday, 22 March at the Football Centre in Pimville, so we're to at 10 a.m. and Thursday, 23 March at Chris Honey Mall in Fosloris, East Rand at 11 a.m. Brought to you by SABC Sport. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. I'm in conversation with Sinao Tambo, the EFF national spokesperson. Give us a call. The number is 086-000-2032. We're discussing the EFF's planned uh, national shutdown on Monday. A myriad of issues we'll be discussing till the top of the hour. So you can be a part of the conversation. Give us a call, 086-000-2032. We're also going to be taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. So now, just maybe as, as, as we try to wrap up this one part of the conversation, the overarching question is perhaps this. Is the EFF imposing a protest on people that do not want to participate in it. On the one hand, you say, no, that's not the case. If you want to go to work, go. Just know that you'll be inconvenienced. That's the nature of protest. If you want to operate your business, do so. Just know you'll be inconvenienced. But on the other hand, you're also saying that, but traffic can't move. Uh, and we can't give a line of march and say we'll start here and end there. So there's no, this thing of alternative routes is, is, is not a plausible conversation. Those two things can't exist at the same time. So which is it? Look, you can't expect us to provide alternative routes in a national shutdown. I want to reiterate that point. So we've told no one not to go to work. We've told no one not to operate their business. We've done a courtesy advisement that there's going to be an inconvenience. And that inconvenience is going to be a resultant of the protest action, which the EFF is going to be partaking in along with SAFTU, along with the PAC, along with the Land Party, along with ATM, and other civic organizations that have pledged to form part and parcel of this program of action. So anyone can attempt to go to work. The AFF has never said, don't try and go to work. We've never intimidated anyone. And it's been a false narrative that's been running rampant. And uh, it's a mischaracterization of what we're saying we're going to do. There's going to be a national protest. There's going to be a national shutdown that is going to result in the roads of our 
of our country not being operational in a normal state is going to result in massive uh, protests and demonstrations, yeah. handing over of memorandums at the union buildings, various legislative points, various sites where people are going to register their concerns. The UDM mm. is going to court in Pretoria. So it's going to be a multi-pronged approach of registering our dissatisfaction and it's going to inconvenience those who don't want to form part of it, but those who don't want to form part of it are not forced to. So why can't I have an expectation on you to give alternative routes? It may be logistically laborious for you to plan it out, but that's the burden of planning a protest. Look, it's not logistically laborious. It's just not feasible. Uh, A national protest, the alternative route is where? Because our people are going to be protesting in every township, in every suburb, in every central business district, uh, ports of harbors, uh, around ports of entry and and exit into the country. It's going to be everywhere. So the alternative routes or the owners to find an alternative route will be on those who are insisting to go to work when they know that there's a national protest to do so. But our people are going onto the streets. There's no pickup points. There's no departure points. There's no drop-off points. There's no starting points. There's no ending point. Everywhere where there's a person in South Africa who's affected by load shedding, who's affected by unemployment, who's affected by the high rates of crime, there's going to be demonstration. So how do you provide an alternative route to people who are suffering across the country in every sphere and every sector of our society? So the alternative, the owners to find an alternative route will be on the one who wants to navigate through the the, the the protest of our people because everyone is affected by the social economic conditions that are confronting us and uh, so the alternative route will be where because there's no place that's not affected by load shedding there's no place where people are not unemployed or suffering from high high rates of violent crime and gender-based violence so where do we declare that this is where right. we can move because where is where is it where people are not affected is this a partisan protest absolutely not uh, even if you check the most popular hashtag it's hashtag national shutdown not eff national shutdown and the eff has never claimed to own or possess the shutdown as its own it's been an open invite to all people to yeah i mean the eff originated it the eff originated it the fact that there's an open invite doesn't mean you didn't start the thing yeah but that doesn't make it partisan so we're not claiming to be leading it. We, in, we, there have been many calls by our people to say we're frustrated. Where's the uproar? Where, where are the voices of those we've elected? Where are the voices of the labor sector to speak on behalf of workers? Where are the voices of civic society? And we just simply put a date and people are forming part and parcel of it. SAFTU, for example, is a federation that has over 700,000 members, 20 affiliate unions representing the labor sector. They are forming part and parcel of this march. The PAC, one of the oldest liberation movements in this country, is forming part and parcel of this march. ATM, uh, which has been uh, part and parcel of leading the fight against corruption, particularly Pala Pala Farm, is forming part and parcel of this march. And uh, so we don't own it. It's not an EFF shutdown. It's a shutdown of the people. It's a shutdown of people who are sick and tired of being led by a president who has no regard for his oath of office, sick and tired of being led by a president who has no regard and doesn't prioritize his role as a president of this country. Uh, I'll tell you why that partisan question is an important one. But before that, it's half past 10 and Musa has your headlines. Good morning. Thanks, Oliver. In the headlines, bus company Patco says it has heeded government's call to operate during the EFF's national shutdown on Monday. The company spokesperson Lindoku Hlekulu has given the assurance that security will be provided. 
Police Minister Peki Kele has urged the police to ensure that there's no repeat of the 2021 July unrest. During the planned national shutdown on Monday, he was addressing police and other law enforcement personnel in Johannesburg. And Israeli troops have shot dead four Palestinians during an undercover raid in the occupied West Bank. I'll have details on these and other stories at 11. Let's take a look at your markets. The rand is trading at 18 rand 30 cents to the dollar, 22 rand 23 cents to the pound, and 19 rand 50 cents to the euro. Markets in Asia ended higher. The JSC is higher, is firmer in mid-morning trade, while markets in Europe are around 1% higher at this hour. Gold is trading at $1,927 and platinum at $979 per ounce. The price of Brent crude oil is at $75.40 a barrel. Call us on 086-000-2032. Give us that call. I'm in conversation with Sinawa Tambo, the EFF national spokesperson. We're talking about the national shutdown. Before we went to that headline break, now I asked you if this protest is uh, partisan. You said, no, it's not partisan because it's not led in the name of the EFF. Partisan doesn't just refer to, I guess, the party, right? Or at least party political identification perhaps also refers to substance. And this is now where I want us to move to the substance of the protest. The EFF raised a number of issues uh, when Julius Malema had first announced the protest. One was pala pala. Two was electricity. Like you say, you guys are demanding for the immediate return or the immediate end of load shedding. Three was around poverty and unemployment. Four was around crime. Um, a myriad of issues. Any, any of the issues any South African can identify to be living with and are frustrated by, that really is uh, the substance of it. But over and above that, the EFF, along with its protest partners, are also calling for the president to vacate office. Does that element not make it partisan? Look, we're calling for the president of South Africa to resign. We're not calling for the president of the ANC to resign. So we couldn't care less. If he remained in office as the president of yeah, the Yeah, I mean to vacate government. the union buildings. Yeah, we're call- yeah, we're not calling for the ANC president to resign. We're calling for the president of South Africa to resign. And the president of South Africa is not supposed to be partisan, I hope. We're calling for him to resign in his capacity as the president of the state. So if the ANC wants to keep him as their president with all of his incompetence, they are welcome to do so. But we know that the ANC won the democratic election of 2019. And therefore, they can elect a president and uh, we're not averse to them putting a different one there because they have the mandate from our people to lead South Africa. But this president in this current point in time yeah. has registered a motion of no confidence in himself. He's failing in all spheres of society to lead our country. The people of our country are suffering and you've listed the myriad of issues that are confronting our people. So he's shown verifiable incapacity to lead the state. So in his capacity as a state president, we want him to resign. There's no solution that he's able to provide. He's declared that the state does not have the responsibility to create jobs. He's declared that the state is not responsible for providing a stable supply of electricity. He's laundered money in this country and evaded tax laws. He's been part and parcel of a covert operation to recover money that was stolen at his Palapala farm. And of course, he's now deflecting to his employees. He's part and parcel of massive corruption. He's part and parcel of appointing corrupt people who get fake degrees from Fortep. Part and parcel of having ministers who grope women in massage parlors. Part and parcel of having ministers who have been verifiably corrupt in the communications and digital digital technology space in uh, Minister Nchavien, who has now been given intelligence as a responsibility, has kept Begikwele in office even though 
over 87,000 people have been murdered since he took office. He's kept Begitwell in office, even though the high stats of rape have increased from December, from October to December 2022. Almost 12,000 cases of rape were opened. So he keeps incompetence around him. He keeps corruption around him. He keeps perpetrators of gender-based violence around him. And of course, he's leading the line in being corrupt and being incompetent himself. So we're not calling for an ANC president to resign. There's nothing partisan about that. We're calling for a failed president of South Africa to resign. But you guys are trying to achieve in protest what you should be able to achieve or what at least you should attempt to achieve at the ballot box. Why are you conflating the two? There's no demand uh, from the EFF or SAFTU for a new president that will come from the EFF or SAFTU or the PC. That's not of our demands. We are not calling for the, the instatement of a president from a different political party. We're saying this president must resign. We're not saying we want to be elected through protest. We've never said that. We've not called for regime change as much as the likes of Javania making these baseless claims. When we say Sir Ramaphosa must resign, we're not saying Julius Malema must become president. We've never said that. Okay, we're so then if that's, if that's the case, why don't you just then go and succeed uh, with a motion of no confidence in parliament? Look, we explore multiple avenues to exercise accountability, and uh, the protest is one of them. Right. We, ex- we exercise legislative means. Uh, we put motions. We've called for an ad hoc committee into Palapala Farm recently. We've been at the forefront, of course, as well, of calling for accountability in that regard. We've uh, been lobbying opposition parties to proceed with a motion of no confidence. Those discussions are ongoing, but we can't try and restrict ourselves to legislative means of holding the executive accountable when we have protest as an avenue as well, and when we know that is what gave birth to the democracy of this country. Protest is the is bloodline of South African democracy. It's who we are, and uh, we must never abandon sure. it simply because now uh, the country is ruled by those who call themselves our liberators. So just because you don't want to impose an EFF president or a SATU president or whatever, ATM or whatever the case may be, just because you don't want to impose a president from any one of those organizations on the country doesn't mean the attempt at forcing the removal of one president or forcing one president to to, to vacate office is not an attempt uh, of something that you should be achieving at the electoral ballot. Look, one thing you must know is that a president of the country is not elected through a ballot per se. He's elected by the National Assembly. So the National Assembly is constituted by various political parties that elect and uh, elect presidents or can have options to pass motions of no confidence in presidents, which is what happened to President Zuma on multiple occasions. So Ramaphosa is in that position because the National Assembly put him there. And simply because the ANC had a majority in the National Assembly, that is why they are able to put him there as well. So the demand is removal as well within the rights of legislators. It's well within the rights of the labor sector, which is always a consultated stakeholder in South African affairs. So to demand his removal is a natural occurrence of democracy. It's nothing untoward. Right. Uh, and it's particularly pointed that we must be able to register that the demand of Sir Ramaphosa to resign as a president is not a, a reconstituting or a substitution of the electoral process. We have no interest in substituting the electoral process. The constitution of the EFF, in fact, even says we must exhaust the electoral process as a means to retain power. We're not a terrorist organization. We're not a jihadist organization or something that uh, tries to attain power without the popular will of our people. But to demonstrate against a failed president is part and parcel of our constitutional rights and it is something we're exercising. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Give us a call, 086-000-2032. Magdalene in Bloemfontein, Abby in Porch, Pete in Valcom, Nati in Ermelo, Moses in Ermelo, and Dokozo in uh, Amanzim Dota. I'll be coming to all of you on the other side of this. Hi, good morning, Oliver. Thank you for the lovely show. It seems your guy there in uh, your guest in studio now is uh, dodging the bullet now. They don't want to take ownership of this uh, shutdown. 
this is a, 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 a bit of a bad uh, stance there from his side there. Well, actually a good one. I think they want to distance themselves uh, in terms of uh, the, the negative that can come out of it. Uh, you know, you're looting, you're, there's even possible deaths that can happen. So, yeah, Ossie is uh, really uh, removing himself from that. Good morning, Oliver. I think if EFF is very arrogant, even if Malima, he doesn't speak like a, a leader. He doesn't have any leadership skill. How can he, he calls for shutdown? Just imagine the people, ordinary poor people who are selling in, in the streets. They are making money, making living in the street. It's going to be shutdown. He doesn't think, Malema. I think GA must march for Malema to resign. They must call him down because he's arrogant. He's got no leadership skill. I'm charged from Soweto. Wow. <laughs> One more voice note. Oliver, from what I'm hearing, uh, this uh, gentleman, Mr. Tambo, is saying, the uh, EFF has got a very inflated view of themselves. They're predicting something no one knows. Who says they're going to have the thousands of supporters that they are claiming are going to partake their shutdown on Monday. I mean, the word shutdown means, it means that they are demanding that the country shuts down. I mean, there are so many people who have voiced their opposition of, to this uh, planned shutdown. So the EFF are really just showing the arrogance that they always display Tabo in Katlehong. Thank you so much for that. Let's go to the lines. Magdalene in Bloemfontein. Magdalene, good morning. Good morning, Oliver, and your visitor today. Oliver, uh, you know when we talk about leadership, well, we've got expectations. Number one, professionalism. Number two, responsibility. Number three, accountability. With professionalism, it means that we're supposed to, uh, to, I need to, to, to respect you. I need to engage you. So that whatever initiative that I bring along, I should give you time to go and think about it and come back and say whether you, you buy it or you don't buy it. Mm. But here, the only thing that I see is dictatorship. So Malema is always in dictatorship, he's always in those uh, moods which are high and low, and he always goes with the flow. He is not stable at all. He doesn't show me a content leader. Number two, responsibility. Who's going to be responsible for any uh, action which is, not, which is not moral, which is unruly? Like, Who's like... going to take responsibility on that? Number three, Accountability. Accountability, it means whatever initiative that you come up with, at the end, we are going to bring back the outcomes and take account on whatever negative impact brought along. Who's going to be accountable for that? If they say they are not, they are, it's not their, they are, they are shut down. The thing is that I, I, I planned a shutdown in 2021 in Mangawong. The 
I, at the end of the day, I had to engage the communities. When did they engage us so that we come together with ideas to say, this is what we're going to do, this is what we're not going to do. We don't need surprises. We are the voters. We are the owner of this South Africa. We own South Africa. They depend on us for each and everything that's supposed to be mm. done in South Africa. So they need to respect our views. They need to come to us and engage us. We are not the step leaders for any uh, 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 presidential seat. We are not step leaders. We are grown-ups with high intelligence and high experience from apartheid. Yeah. So Malema, if you want us to support you, come and engage us first. Thank you so much for your call. Really, really do appreciate it. That is Magdalene uh, calling us from Bloemfontein. Uh, Abby in Porch. Abby, good morning. Abby? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Yes. You know what? With regard to this shutdown on Monday, I've got only two things to say. The first thing is, if this shutdown was called by a credible party, I'll support it 100%. I'm talking about credible, credible party, credible leader of the political party. I'll definitely support it. Number two, I want to come down very heavy on Syria Ramaphosa and Betty Taylor. They indicated that they will be deploying security officers to deal with them. With the, with the shutdown on, on Monday. My question is, where have these security uh, officers been when you were crying out that the country is engulfed by crime? Please bring soldiers. Please bring down soldiers. We are suffocating with these Zamazamas who are shooting left, right, center in the area of Stelfontein and Oakley. They are shooting. People can't sleep. People are killed. They and night, they are wielding guns all over the place. Yeah. This proves the narrative that some of the top politicians are involved in this Zamazama. Why should Syria now all of a sudden decide to, to deploy soldiers on Monday? Is it because this position as president is threatened? Okay, fair question. Uh, just before you go, Abby, I want to ask this. You say you would support this if it was led by a credible party. Why is the EFF not a credible party? They still want an explanation in terms of what happened to the DDS. Okay. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, Peter in Valcom. Peter, good morning. Good morning, I'm well, I'm well, sir. Go ahead. Fine, man. You know what? Uh, uh, the truth is always bitter to some. Uh, those people of, 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 of yes, they are seeing the truth. Where we are now, there's no water to drink, and it has, it has gone for two, two weeks now. There's, we are suffering because of Lake Shady, and uh, we pay our dues. I don't owe money even a cent, but should we need uh, to, to suffer like this? No, man. You must, you must have the fear of God in your heart. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's not fair, man. I'm old, man. I cannot walk. I will I get water. I I want the house so that whether I have to buy get water, I can go and take water. Now, what what what, what is the problem? If people are ready to compete, they are not going to fight. It's a peaceful march, man. I want to say to Tambu, go all well, my brothers. Don't just 
Okay, thanks a lot. Peter, thank you so much for your call. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Nati in Ermelo. Nati, good morning. Uh, good morning, Oliver. Go ahead. Morning, sir. Okay, yes, morning. Uh, look, Oliver, uh, I'm not an EFF supporter, but I would like to thank the EFF, you know, for giving us uh, content securing this platform to show our frustration to the government, you know. Uh, things are, are bad in the country, man. So people are not supporting this shutdown. You know, I, I think they don't see the reality. So, yeah, that's it. I don't have much to say, you know. Sure. And people say about March, that's okay. The, the previous speaker spoke about March, that, you know, the, the GBV March and the what crimes, that, uh, the, the crime March. Uh, if she was here, I was going to ask her, were, were there any results from those marches? It's unfortunate that our current government, you know, they're so reactive, you know, that they don't listen. It's a much, you know, you march, you go there, and then you go back to your place. And they won't respond to those things. Mm. Unfortunately, that's the only way the current government listens. Yeah. That's Thanks a lot. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Appreciate Thank it. Ndokozo in Ndokozo, good morning. Hi, Oliver, and hi to the spokesperson of the EFF. Um, I have a few questions which worry me. Um, the questions relate to why are we so worried about businesses, why are we so worried about service delivery and things of this nature, because by its very nature, a protest is meant to put pressure on the government. That's the idea behind the protest. Say, sure. look, we are frustrated, and we're going to bring things to a standstill until something changes. We want action. It's mm. a our way of saying, please give us action, and we want action now. Think of the right to strike. The right to strike is about putting economic pressure on the employer. The employer, what does the employer do? They provide services to people. So now if you're going to go on strike, it means that the employer is not going to be able to give services to people. But we say that's fine. Why is the situation different when we are talking about the right to protest? Why is it so bad that we are protesting all over the country to show how frustrated we are? Sure. Employers are able to give contingency matters um, to, to, its employee, to its employees to say, you can work from home. If you can't come to work, it's fine. Just send us an email and we'll understand because of the situation on the ground. The right to protest is entrenched in the Constitution for a reason, mm. to put pressure. So now if you want to say, but what about business? Sorry, just, just like a second. Ndogozo, does and should that right not have a limitation? What would be the limitation in this particular instance? Insofar as it infringes on other people to uh, exercise their fundamental right as well. It wouldn't exist in... It only would have an intimita- a limitation if it is violent. Okay. But if it is an inconvenience, then it can't be a limitation because it's sure. there in the Constitution. Yeah. By its very nature, it's going to put an inconvenience on people. It is only going to be limited if it is violent and uh, I think now nah, look, look, I agree with you, um, but we're gonna have we're gonna have to leave it there because I do want us to take a very short or, break. Or, or things of that nature are not unconstitutional by the fact that they're destructive. Sure. They're only unconstitutional when they become violent. So I, I don't understand. We might as well not have this right if we if you're gonna say. Uh, it's gonna put inconvenience on people, so that, that's that's my understanding. Yeah, no, I agree with you entirely. Look, I think there's a difference between an inconvenience and a disruption Hello? or violent, uh, and to that extent, I agree with you. Thanks a lot, Ndogozo. Appreciate it.
Moses in Ermelo. Moses, good morning. Yes, uh, how are you? I'm well, I'm well, Moses. Go ahead. I'm fine, thanks, sir. Uh, my main concern is to understand exactly why should the president must be summoned, summoned, uh, summoned to, to resign. Due to what? If we find everything collapsed, even the railway is collapsed, mm. uh, 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 the roads are collapsed, and the guy was once with uh, Mandela during those, uh, the former president Mandela, I'm sorry to call him Mandela, just like that. Former president Mandela during uh, Kodesa. And the guy was informed about everything that were handed uh, 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 to the South African back through Mandela. So when they returned him back to, 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 to MP, what did they expect? Because if series is corrupt, fair enough, sound is make a loud sound. There is a man who was found in the in the coach wherever yeah. it was found in the farm. But the story remains. Sure. The very same money if last year or twenty twenty one the country did went to to to, to what is this to, to civil war. How was the president going to be protected? Because there must be a money to uh, uh, to pay for those. Uh, what is this thing? These people they call the missionary to come and protect the president or to remove him out of the country. If the money was well known in his house or wherever, the state knows about it. That money, of course, was not going to 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 to, to, to protect our president. Sure. But those political parties, they are doing as if they don't know that there must be a pity cash. With the president, okay. what we are crying for is that uh, the, the subsidy being notified about it. That is supposed to be secretive, like Libya, Mokadaf. There was money at the end. Yeah, it's yeah, no, Moses. Moses, I think your point is well made there, sir. Uh, but we're going to have to pause it there for um, for 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 now. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this, we wrap up with Sinawa Tambo. CFM talking point. Four minutes to the top of the hour. See, now you heard the various comments and, 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 and criticisms and even endorsements by uh, a lot of the callers and, and voice notes that we had uh, in that segment over there. Um, I'll give you here an opportunity to, to respond to it. Look, I think uh, we can take uh, all forms of critique. I think the most important was that there's a call that we must go and engage with our people regarding the national shutdown, which is what the EFF is doing across society. We're holding community meetings, we're engaging with stakeholders, we're engaging with uh, the tax industry, engaging with businesses, because this must be an organic protest that is born out of consensus. And of course, democracy is also premised on disagreement. So we take the criticisms where they are valid, and uh, we will descend to the ground and uh, labor to ensure that our people have an appreciation of the necessity to have a demonstration of this nature. All of the other things about lack of credibility, uh, I don't think either here nor there, the EFF has not been implicated by any law enforcement agency in any corruption scandal. So I think we're fine credibility-wise. Uh, we want to call on our people to form part and parcel of the march on the 20th of March 2023. The EFF has no history of a violent protest. We manage our protests very well. And as the commander-in-chief had said in the press briefing, any sort of violence uh, will be born out of infiltration and agent provocateurs in the same way in which during apartheid, There'd be one individual who, when a peaceful protest is occurring, would throw a stone at police, and that would be the spark that would lead to the recruiting of our people. So we're going to manage our protests very well. We call on our people to also be vigilant 
ensure that anyone who is agitating for violence against the police or society to be apprehended and handed over to law enforcement agency. We have no intention to commit violence, but if anyone provokes us, if the people of Phoenix try and murder our people like they did during the during the 2021 July unrest, we'll respond accordingly. If the racist in Senegal and Brackenfell try to subvert our democratic right to protest, we'll respond accordingly. But we have no intention to impose a protest on anyone. We're going to engage our people and we're confident that uh, it will be a successful and peaceful march. The state is preparing itself and making pronouncements unnecessarily because they have a thirst for violence. We don't. Sinawa, thank you so much for your time. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Sinawa Tambo is the national spokesperson of the EFF. Uh, There you have it. Uh, I guess the proof will be in the pudding as the protest will be happening. I'll be here. Uh, broadcasting live uh, we'll be monitoring the situation as it plays out um, and uh, to everybody who will be participating in the protest it is entirely your right to do say from to do so for me i just want to say be safe um, and and be peaceful right um, to those who do not want to participate in the process i think uh, that that caller uh from emanzim toti said it perfectly um, there's a difference between the inconvenience and being um, being on the other, on the receiving end of violence, make that distinction very, very carefully. You will be conven- inconvenienced, um, but that's and that's fine. That's the nature of it all. It is eleven o'clock. On the other side of just, I'm joined by Doctor Duda, Chase something, and Moti together. They call themselves Mikasa in the Friday wind down.